Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Previously on Chaotic Normal, the Shattered Isles, the Scrubwatch of the Sturge continued their rest along the ship while the ship is being chased by the dreaded pirate ship, the Nasher. They tried to gauge where the officers and rest of the crew of the ship were at in case of a hypothetical mutiny. They discovered that the ship is headed into the dreaded weird kelp where mysteries beyond the deep lay. The crew is now gathered and is prepared to make their stand against the captain of the Sturge, siding along the new first mate Cyclop and using her plan is going to attempt to seize control of this ship. Will their plan work? Will they manage to sway any of the crew to their side? Let us find out in Chaotic Normal, The Shattered Isles. find yourself in the creaking hold of the sturge down here water sloshes at your feet the uh quartermaster has not done a good job of making sure the uh hold is, the cargo hold is well and tidy and it's actually a just dismal sight and this whole uh this whole cargo holds a testament to the poor quality of captain laristrad there is no merchant holds here that were pilfered off of merchant ships there's no uh secret treasures stolen away from the islands like statues that fetch a fortune in the uh, markets of Zilkomnis. No, in here there's basically some old rations and uh, a few like planks of wood pulled up from a wreck that the captain thought might be able to sell somewhere to a shipwreck collector. Uh, but basically this hold is per- this cargo hold is pretty much empty testifying to the lack of treasure that uh, Captain Laristrad's been able to bring in. And you find yourselves, the five of you, plus uh, or plus uh, Cyclop and a few others, standing in the darkness here. Uh, sitting with the only light that you have is a few candles being held up. There's no like torches or anything. So a few like, uh, or I guess lanterns that have like their glass wrapped around the uh, candle. And as the five of you gather here in secret, knowing that if any of the officers were to come down here, 
they would surely uh, sound the alarm, or anyone loyal to Larisrod would surely sound the alarm. And uh, the five of you have completed a long rest and uh, leveled up. And so with that feeling rest and prepared, but knowing of the impending doom, you find yourselves before Seaclop. And the one-eyed Mon Maji woman from the Ancienne Chapelle uh, sizes everyone up who's come here and nods. Well then, it looks like it's time. Time is at hand, huh? Okay. So, the very uh, if there's a bit of a problem, though. It seems throughout the night there was a bit of circulating of the idea. That was good. It made sure we had some support. People are starting to talk about it. But there's a problem. Rumor made it to the all the way to the first mate to Twinkle Toes Coom. Ugh. She like rolls her eyes and is clearly disgusted. Spits into the uh, water at your feet, not at you, but it's at all of your feet. Uh, and then she moans. Twinkle Toes has taken himself and five men that are loyal to Twinkle Toes into the arsenal. They're guarding it the whole of the night. We need the arsenal. That was going to be the first piece of this uh, this mutiny. For whoever holds the weapons, or whoever holds the arsenal holds the weapons. Whoever holds the weapons, well, they hold the hearts of the crew because whoever holds the weapon can kill anyone that doesn't agree. We need the arsenal. Once... So I'm going to need the five of you to take care of that. Kill Kum, uh, kill uh, Twinkle Toes, knock out Twinkle Toes. It's up to you. Just we need those weapons. Meanwhile, me and my boys, she points to the uh, five uh, crewmen gathered around her, are headed up to the, the, to the gunnery deck. We're going to rouse every sailor and uh, gather everyone around to start making a ruckus up on top deck. Eh? But before we, and while we're making that ruckus, we're going to have to be actively locking all the officers in. Can't have er, Hacksaw. He's going to get locked into the, uh, into the doctor's quarters. We need his medical uh, his skills, and we can't have him getting hurt during this mutiny. We're going to be locking up, na- uh, locking up chaos in the officer's quarters. She's bedded down there right now. We need her to make sure this ship's still uh, uh, ship-shaped. I know that the Captain Laristrad and the Quartermaster Draven they're both on deck on the poop deck, watching as the Nasher approaches. There's no way to separate those two. And me, and finally, Crab Claws. Nobody touches Crab Claws, and she looks around with a stern eye. If you get the bat, if anyone so much as harms a hair on our cook's head, the whole mutiny will fall on us right away, and everyone will be chanting for Laristrad to make us walk the plank. You hear me? Crab Claws is treated like a queen. Of course, we would never think of it. She seems to be the heart and soul of the ship. (laughs) Everyone agrees. (laughs) (laughs) So So. uh, it's up to us to take uh, take the arsenal then, and uh, I like a thief. uh, What is? Yeah, yes, like like a thief. Oh, yes, like the card, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Shove the card in his face. Um, oh, so as, interesting. As you brandish your Taroka prediction, uh, Cyclop says, I like a thief, but more like a pirate. There's no time for stealth and tricks. Twilight is upon us. You need to move quickly and fast. If you try to negotiate or waste time with persuasions, well, they might just shout and sound the alarm before we organize. And at that point, they would have control of the arsenal, and so they would have control of the crew. We only get one shot at this mutiny, and it, it hangs 
by a hair. If even a single, if any of the officers are alerted before we get hold of that arsenal, eh, the whole thing's ruined and we'll be drowned before the Nashir even reaches us. So the five of you, you're going to take the arsenal? Any concerns? Uh, any questions? Uh, do you know how well armed and armored uh, Twinkle Toes and his men are? <laughs> There's some laughter about that. And Cyclops says, Twinkle Toes is a pathetic man, but he was trained in dueling by, by his noble family. He knows how to uh, wield a cutlass. Don't let him single any of you out. Don't fall for any of his chivalry. Go straight in there like a wrecking ball and just start bludgeoning or hacking your call. But he is, uh, I, I, last I saw, he was wearing his leathers. He had his cutlass and he had, uh, and the men with him also had their cutlass. But also, I think that uh, Twinkle Toes, uh, he's got a firearm as well. So Spots. be careful. I mean, it hurts just as much as a sword, so we'll just kill him quick. Um, you have like a bum knee, like a weak ankle. His Anything. work ethic is poor. His breath <laughs> smells of halitosis. He, uh, uh, he's just generally unenjoyable to be around. She la- lists a long uh, <laughs> list of like personal uh, problems with him. Nothing that's combat effective, but is definitely like it's clear she does not like uh, Twinkle Toes. Ooh, um, something to viciously mock him then. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh. If you, or Cyclop asks again if you have any questions, and if not, you need to get to work because her and her boys are headed up to lock the officers in and start a ruckus. Do we feel like we're taking this a little too quick? Uh, no, that like time is of the hour. essence. <laughs> yeah, we don't have, have less time than an hour. Okay. okay. <laughs> Come on, let's go, Zelnern, and I slap him on the shell. Uh, so you slap Zelnern on the shell, and uh, that slices your hand open on his blade <laughs> shell, and you bleed to death. Uh, Bye. So that's that character gone. Um, that's quick. No. All right. So, uh, do any of you have anything, uh, you or any last minute preparations? Any spells you cast on yourself? Any weapons you draw before you head down towards the uh, the arsenal, which is located uh, just one deck, or it's just on the other side? Sorry, no, one deck above you. I'm starting to think of things that piss me off. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, no. Hey, it's that inner see. fortitude, like uh, we talked about, and the uh, violent potential violence. I feel yeah, myself uh, working up to some sort of frenzy. <laughs> That's the warrior. He's speaking almost at normal speed now. Oh my god, Jules, it's terrifying. Um, I think I'll, I'll kind of um, I'll cast cat false life on myself. Kind of bolstering myself, Dope. and um, I can't decide if my wounds kind of close up a little bit and they reopen when it's over, or if they kind of open a little more and it's like Ugh. the blood. But let's say uh, let's say they kind of close up for the time being, giving me a brief like semblance of normality. Ooh, I, do. I like that too. That one's less gross. Uh, <laughs> all right, so 
uh, Jules, uh, his wounds start to close. He uh, casts false life, or their wounds start to close as they cast false life upon themselves. Uh, anyone else taking any other uh, pre-battle precautions, or uh, you running in it? Oh, I'm um, ready. Phil would be like, uh, could someone give me like a shoulder? Can I get a little bit of help down the hall? I'll, oh, I'll help you. Anyone? I'll help nice study. Your, your right. shell's kind of sharp, Zelnern. It might cut another hand open. I, I'll help him out. Well, Phil with one leg and no peg yet attached uh, hobbles <laughs> with you. Uh, I'm going to paddle. I thought Hacksaw had like a ton of peg legs I could choose from. Oh, no, you're right. He did give you a peg leg. So uh, yeah. a, ho- a hobbling down there and still not used to using it because, you know, it's been a few hours. Um, <laughs> and somehow you gained the benefit of a long rest during that surgery. Um, you uh, hop- clatter down the hall with the rest. Uh, uh, I, thump, thump, thump. I take a look at it and I'm like, wow, I like the color you picked. All right, right before we walk in, I down all that milk of the poppy, I guess, that he gave me. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm going to need this. You just slosh back it all, waiting. It'll take a moment to hit you, so you might have the combat before uh, you are uh, out of it. But uh, you move your way up the uh, stairs from the cargo hold towards the uh, the aft of the ship where uh, where the arsenal is located near the gallery. You keep your way down there, and uh, you see there's a few crewmen on deck uh, milling about, people who couldn't sleep, people who are still working to keep the ship sailing. But you move quickly towards the uh, towards the arsenal, winding your way down the hallway until you see the door there before you. There is uh, one guard standing out there, a fellow crew member like yours, one of the midshipmen that's uh, very loyal to Twinkletoes. You don't remember his name, but uh, as you come close towards, or as you like round the hall, he looks up at you looking tired and sort of out of it and says, get the fuck out of here, scrub watch. What do you do? Uh, We were told to grab some equipment for the captain. He's worried there might be a mutiny soon. (laughs) Uh, So, disobeying Cyclops' uh, request to uh, move quickly, you attempt conversation to give a chance for them to yell. Uh, I need a. Oh, I see. I was I was just like trying to distract him so someone else can fucking. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll let you make a uh, deception check. Oh, critical. Oh, all right. Uh, Good start, baby. Crit misses on his insight. So he kind of looks confused for a moment. You've caught him off guard. Anyone else can uh, make an attack against him with advantage if you'd like. Can I do it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I, like, hobble off your shoulder like I'm falling, kind of, so that he can, like, catch me? And then I want to put my arcane firearm under his his head and shoot him in the throat. He like holds up what? And then kabam, the bolt, uh, the arcane firearm explodes outwards, make an attack roll. Uh, 14 to hit. Oh, that is indeed like a hit. Get help from Thor Ragnarok. Uh, and you had to an on that. Kill. Oh, I did. Let me get fish. Uh, the next one was a 19. Okay. A get help. Uh, all right, so Phil, uh, your bullet explodes into him. The man cries out, uh, trying to dodge away from it. Roll damage. Uh, it's a ray of frost. So I get hit for oh, six. Oh, it's ray of frost. 
Six, uh, it's like a cold blast char or explodes out of it rather than a fiery explosion, as most people might think. Uh, a ray of frost chills him. The man stumbles back, his face frozen in a confused look of terror, literally frozen that way. His eyelids are stuck open. He is not dead, but he is incredibly wounded as uh, he stumbles back. And at this point, uh, Celeste, what do you do? Uh, I am so tired of being called Scrub Watch that while he was doing that, I was looking for the nearest rope and I go to thorn whip him to try to pull him not towards us. Alright, uh, make an attack roll with your uh, thorn whip. Oh, I got a nine. Uh, the, unfortunately for you, he manages to move out of the way. The rope snaps against the wall and the uh, the fellow pirate is, is confused at what's happening as your like rope tries to tangle him. His face is frozen. He doesn't really know what's going on. Zellner calling me Scrub Watch. Zellner, what do you do? We're not Scrub Watch anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and I uh, go into a rage. Oh no. Are you fly into a rage, anger? You are all shocked to see the uh, the amount of emotion, speed pouring out of uh, Zelnern right now. He's acting at it sounds like the speed of a normal man. But, uh, <laughs> My uh, personality trait changes to to. There's no time like the present. Oh, I like it. That's awesome. All right, uh, you charge into him, thrown into a violent rage. Make an attack roll, and what's going on? Thirteen. Uh, he is not fast enough to dodge away from that. Uh, what, what are you wielding, an axe? A great axe! And are you hitting him with the flat of the blade, or are you biting down into him with this blade? I bite down. Alright, the axe <laughs> bites into the uh, the pirate. He His cry is cut short. Roll damage. Ten damage. Oh my god, yes. His cry is cut way <laughs> short. He topples to the ground, bleeding out. Uh, not yet dead, but dying, unconscious on the ground. Uh, you see before you, Zelnern, is the door, the bolted oak door to the arsenal. Jules, what do you do? You've killed uh, one of the pirates guarding it, but there's still uh, twinkle toes inside, along with the rest of the other pirates guarding it. Uh, I'm going to... All right, we got one. Let's run in. And then uh, as people kind of run in, I want to subtly cast Spare the Dying uh, to make sure he doesn't die. I like that. Inspiration. All right, you spare the dying on the man on the ground. His wounds stop pouring blood, but he is going to require some work from Hacksaw. Um, And then uh, the pirates inside sort of stir, wondering what that cry was. And you see as the the door, you hear it unbuck bolting from within, and one person, one of the uh, pirates opens the door. Inside, you see the arsenal. It's a 20-foot by 20-foot room, probably smaller than that. It's a cramped quarters, uh, but it's lined with spears and swords and, uh, like, crossbows. There's a few cannonballs piled up, but not many. There's a ballast to be used for the, uh, the trebuchets, and there's big crossbow bolts meant to be used by the uh, giant crossbow whose name I'm forgetting what it's called not a trebuchet ballista thank you Uh, and uh, you know see all those weapons lined up within and sort of stacked but there's also four pirates in there along with Bradley Twinkletoes Coombe Twinkletoes is uh, pacing around in his uh, more refined 
uh, get up in gear uh, as he's looking around you. He has a look of a uh, disgraced nobleman, which is what he always carries himself as. His cutlass is already drawn, as are the weapons of the rest of the pirates. As one of them opens the door, looking out, shocked to see the guy on the ground uh, wounded, just as like Jules is uh, sparing the dying, and the rest of you come charging in. The pirates scramble, surprised. Rubert, what do you do? There's four pirates Sorry. inside along with Twinkle Toes. Was that directed to me? Sorry, I, you yes, cut out from me. Yes, Um, So there's one directly in the doorway and then three behind? Inside, yeah. And everybody's within like 30 feet of each other. Okay. Shit, I want to get past this guy first. Uh, uh, I kind of want to kind of try to squeeze past him. Like, uh, hey, uh, You can try me. to tumble. Yeah, I'll let you make an <laughs> yeah, acrobatics check. All right. Oh, fuck. That's not going to do it. Well, the bandit got a four, so can you beat a four? Oh, I got a six. Heck yeah. So that costs either your action or bonus. It's your choice. Uh, I'll but do you, bonus action. All right, you slip, past, uh, you slip past the pirate and land inside the arsenal. You're now in there with them, but they can't uh, uh, close the door and keep you out. All right. Uh, I am going to like pull out a dagger out of my belt and then... Uh, look as if I'm going to throw it at them, but then I'm going like three spectral daggers come out and stab the three of them as I cast Bane on the three of them. Oh, that's dope. Uh, the uh, So the three pirates in the room uh, suddenly have to save against the spell, and what's the type of save it calls for? Uh, DC 13 Charisma. They are not good at that. Except for I rolled two crits and an eight. Uh, so, one of them fails the other two uh stumble back uh surprisingly not injured by or not uh offset by this their uh charisma was lucky for the first time man they had a minus one to that that was a good choice of uh, spell to use <laughs> uh but one of them is affected by it the others kind of will it away or shrug it off um and then uh Rubert, are you finished yes that's my turn all right uh twinkle toes rounds on you Rubert. uh yeah, Twinkle Toes rounds on you, and as he does so, he uh, hoists his cutlass towards you and says, "Oh, think yourself a bit of a uh, a bit of a duelist, then, do you?" As he sees your own cutlass. Well, I was trained by the great weapon masters in Agdalant, uh, and then he comes at you, swinging once and twice with his cutlass, uh, dashing for eight to hit and seven to hit. I assume neither of those are hits. Yep. Uh, uh, yeah. Didn't yeah. even notice he got attacked. Twinkletoes makes a uh, an embarrassing show of himself and then shouts for the other bandits to uh, pile on top of you as he tries his real proved and true tactic, which is uh, beating people up when they're distracted. Uh, so uh, he shouts for the others to pile up on you, Rubert, come their turn. Phil, what do you do? The door's open. There's a bandit in the door. Rubert is in there. There's three other uh, pirates in there as well as Twinkle Toes. If I were to tumble, could I like roll in and be back to back with Rubert? Because it's awesome. Okay. And um, the rules that we had worked out for my peg leg is I get minus five to acrobatics. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, here we go. It can be, uh, you know, let's, let's do disadvantage instead of a passive minus. It's okay. easier to, to, and then you can undo the damage. Okay, I got a 13 and a 16. Well, that's well done because the bandit just 
these pan- these pirates. He got a four. The pirate is still so shocked that when the peg-legged man tries to squeeze past him, he doesn't even understand how to like knock you over. He's just confused, and you manage to get your way past him. Okay. Um, so the one I just rolled past, I'm going to try and shoot him with my arcane firearm. All right. And at this point, you are so close together with all of them, ranged attacks will have disadvantage. Okay. I'll take it. First one was a 24. Second one was a 14. Wow. Despite your disadvantage, you're still rolling hot. It's still uh, the, 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 the bandit or the pirate is wearing leathers and they're somewhat dexterous, but not dexterous enough to dodge that. The Ray of Frost chills into this one. Ah, for one damage. They are slow to move and made frosty, uh, but it's not much harm to them. Uh, and then if you're finished, Phil, Celeste, what do you do? I'm like super motivated by Zelnern's <laughs> whatever he just did. Apotheosis. That, yeah. And I'm just like, yes, it's the warrior. And I go up and I like gently touch him so he doesn't cut me. And I'm like, Zelnern, this is it. And I remind him of the Taroka by casting guidance. So Zelnern has uh, 1d4 to his next skill check? Yeah. Alright, uh, so Zelnern, yeah, you have you have plus 1d4 to your next skill check. Uh, and as Celeste reminds you of that, drawing your attention to the, the uh, Taroka, which is a cool use of that spell. Uh, Zelnern, what do you do? There's a bandit in the doorway blocking it, or a pirate in the doorway blocking everyone from getting inside, although two people have already moved past him. I'm gonna wipe that stupid face off of your <laughs> face! With my great axe! <laughs> Wipe that face off your face. 14. Uh, that does hit. Oh. Nine damage. The pirate stumbles back, incredibly wounded, but not yet dead. He stumbles back, uh, he's still holding the door, but blood pours out of his sight. Oh, what the fuck? He cries out, why? You uh, know why? And I, I, I kind of like put my body in, in the door so I know he can't close it. All right, uh, you impose, interpose yourself there. Jules, you've just uh, finished sparing the dying uh, and giving uh, saving a man on the ground from meeting the deep just yet. Um, and you look up to see Zell Nern's kind of standing above you, uh, chopping into this guy who's trying to hold the, or close the door. What do you do? I'll uh, stand up and point at the man in the doorway, and a, a bell chimes as I cast Told the Dead. Um, <clears throat> All right, uh, what kind of save is that that he has to make? Wisdom 13. The bandit uh, gets an 11. Uh, or the pirate gets an 11. And uh, go ahead and roll damage on that. Uh, six damage. Necrotic. Spare the guy's life on the ground. And then you stand up and you pay the debt that man owed <laughs> with the uh, man in the doorway. For he topples to the ground... Uh, his face drained of like all life and color, veins sticking out, the skin pulled tight. He is a withered corpse as he falls to the ground. <laughs> My. The other, uh, the other pirates grab their footing, suddenly realizing what's happening and no longer baffled. They listen to Twinkletoes and they jump on Rubert. At least one does. Two, another one runs over uh, against Phil, and one runs to ho- try and close the door against uh, Zelnern. So first, one tries to close the door against Zelnern. Zelnern, I need you to uh, make an athletics check opposed by the uh, that of the pirate. Number eight is fourteen. 22. 
22. You and also you had a D4 from uh, oh, yeah. Celeste. Uh, regardless, 23. though, you hold that door easily. It slams into you, but it just causes the wood to splinter. Another pirate rushes towards Phil and brings their cutlass down against Phil. Uh, is critical a hit? Oh, it's a hit. The blade slashes against Phil, catching him off edge because of his peg leg, but I rolled two ones on the dice, so you take mm-hmm. three damage. Three slashing damage from my critical. And uh, the other bandit, the one who ran, or the pirate, the one who ran next to Rubert, rushes at the door, or rushes at Rubert for a 19 to hit, which cuts into Rubert, slashing into him for five slashing uh, the young pirate takes a much worse blow than uh, than Phil did, despite the crit. And was, uh, so, uh, was that the one with minus D four with Bane? Oh, it was. So it was a twenty. Let's roll that D four minus minus three is uh is seventeen to hit a, st- a hit. Yeah, still a hit. All right, but good reminder. <laughs> um, and then as that one, all right. So Rubert, as you take a painful hit, uh, it's then your turn, Rubert. So there's a pirate up next to you with uh, Twinkle Toes trying to beat you up. Phil has got your back, but there's a pirate trying to cut into Phil. And then there's another pirate trying to forcefully close the door to shut Zelnern out. But Zelnern's standing very imposingly, just being a turtle as a door hits him in the side. Yeah, I'm going to stab the one that stabbed me. A knife or an eye. Uh, 14 plus 5. Oh, uh, easily a hit. Four. It cuts into him for eight piercing damage. Oof! That uh, that pirate stumbles back, bloodied, severely wounded. If there was space to flee, they surely would. Uh, and then, as my bonus, I will give Phil Bardic Inspiration. Heck yeah! Uh, how do you do? How does your Bardic Inspiration play out here? Is it just like through your spectacle of like uh, knife tricks, or what's the? Uh... Uh, yeah, I'll like. <laughs> I will like. Uh, flip one of my knives in the air and like rub along the blade a little bit and like it has a glow and then I'm gonna, I'll like tuck it into his belt <laughs> I like that it's like a hand him a special dagger uh, that means Phil when you use the uh, when you gain the benefit of bardic inspiration tell me how that dagger comes into play uh, Twinkle Toes then uh, brandishes his blade against Rubert the young pirate is about to take a thrashing uh, as Twinkle Toes brings uh, now benefiting from pack tactics uh leverages a blade against uh, Rubert and Phil with advantage. First, it cuts into Rubert for 10 to hit, and then against Phil for 17 to hit. It's a miss. Wow, 17's a miss? I got my uh, Artificer Infusion. It brought my AC up to 18, baby. That's nice. solid, and you're wearing leather? That's incredible. Um, all right, uh, so his blade def- doesn't hit you. You move by it. It nicks against your uh, your leathers, but it just kind of, like, the Artificer Infusion made your leather tougher than any leather and he would have expected to see. Uh, Phil, what do you do? Um, I'm going to drop my Arcane Firearm, and I'm going to pull the dagger that um, he put in my waistband out and I'm going to say to him, if we get out of here alive, I'll tell you a story about your father. And then I slash the one that I attacked last turn. Love it. Oh, that one's actually already uh, dead on the ground. Uh, So presumably you attack the person who's next to you trying to attack you. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, that's going to be a 13 to hit. It cuts into the pirate. And that is four, four damage. Four damage. It cuts into the pirate. It's not a terrible blow, but it still hits them hard. Uh, and they stumble back, clearly wounded by it, but not quite bloodied. Celeste, what do you do? Um, I look at the that same pirate, mm-hmm. um, and I cast Thorn Whip to try to throw him away. All right, so you like uh, throw you uh, have a rope shoot off from the wall. It goes over Zelnern's head, past the pirate holding the door, and re- tries to wrap around one of the pirates in the room to yank them away from Phil. All right, go ahead and make the attack roll. Fourteen to hit. That's definitely a hit. Roll damage. Five damage. The pirate is yanked backwards and slams against uh, Phil on the gr- or, yeah slams against the door, falling to the ground with a s- agonizing cry and a sickening crunch. Uh, that pirate dies, uh, and then it is uh, or is at least dying, and then it is uh, Zell Nern, your turn. You just walked over to your death. And I uh, attack the one next to me with the great axe. Probably a good call. Uh, 13. 13. That is definitely a hit. (laughs) 16 damage. Oh my goodness. Uh, Your axe carves into them. That high strength mod, that D12 and the uh, the plus two from raging is giving you... uh, some uh, epic tier benefits here. Uh, you cut into the uh, pirate and they topple down to the ground, uh, the door swinging wide open. Now it's just, uh, there are three pirates dying on the ground, one who has been stabilized, and then a pirate and Twinkletoes are ganging up on Rubert, although the odds of them surviving this have quickly turned down. Jules, what do you do? You There's three pirates on the ground. One that You realize the one that you... Uh, desiccated with your toll the di- uh, dying uh, is not quite dead. He is dying, but not yet dead. Uh, he's unconscious and he will perish if no one does anything, but you're not obligated to intervene on that. What do you do? I'm going to lean down into the desiccated one in the doorway and grab onto him. And as I do some of the, some of the vitality kind of, he like reabsorbs a little bit like a sponge as I cast spare the dying on him. Ooh, and imagine it's like your wounds kind of reopen a little. Yeah, yeah. Nice. All right, you uh, you then spare this one from the deep, offering them a similar deal to what you received. Uh, and as you stop that man from dying, the other two pirates move closer to death, while the one pirate fighting Rubert tries to cut Rubert. Rubert, 14 to hit, but they get minus 3, so 11 to hit. That's a miss. The fortune would have uh, been a direct hit. The dagger, like as, as they go to cut you, like the phantom dagger lances into their shoulder. They gasp in pain as that bane causes them to miss you. And then it is your turn, Rubert. That pirate looks super wounded, but there's no way out for them here. So he goes to stab over me, and I take, I duck below it, and then like stab Ooh. right into his stomach. Nice. Uh, roll that attack. Uh, Eleven to hit. Ooh, that's actually uh, no, that's a miss. Uh, the pirate is just a little bit too dexterous he sidesteps it it cuts into the leathers but he's not felled by your blow uh, finish him off finish him off twinkle toes looks at you and says that's exactly what i'm going to do to you whippersnapper scrub watch he stabs at you for 22 to hit 
Yeah, that's a hit. Uh, the scimitar cuts, or not scimitar, the cutlass cuts into you for six slashing damage. Roberto's not looking good. And then another cut arcs into Phil for 18 to hit. It's a hit. You take six slashing damage as well. Uh, Twinkletoe says, ha, finally matching my stride as he uh, puts himself into a proper duelist position with like the hand up behind him, his cutlass extended out, his footwork on point. Uh, You look up and see that uh, while most of the pirates are gone, uh, Twinkletoes may prove a problem. Phil, what do you do? There's still a super wounded pirate, a couple dying on the ground, and Twinkletoes. Uh, I'll go for the super wounded pirates. Heck yeah, what do you do to him? Uh, I'm going to slash him with this dagger that Rubert gave me. Dope. And I'm going to use my Bardic Inspiration, because I rolled a 7. And I rolled a 9. Unfortunately for you, this pirate proves to be the toughest pirate in all the uh, seas. Their blade cuts in, they bless their lucky leathers, and... uh, swear they'll do even more acrobatic exercises to keep dodging in the future in the rest of their life and then uh am i able to drop the dagger on the ground and pick up my firearm yeah did you use uh, the d6 bardic inspiration already yeah i got a oh, seven okay. plus two. Oh, okay so uh, um, the dagger thuds point first into the ground and with the same move you bend over to grab up your arcane firearm and then i end my turn Celeste, what do you do? There is two pirates dying on the ground. There's and then there's a very wounded pirate trying to knife Rubert, while Twinkletoes actively try uh, cuts apart Phil and Rubert within the arsenal. Um, Rubert, how much health do you have left? Uh, four. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I had a plan, but I look over and see how hurt Rubert is. I flipped over my Taroka, see what his death was going to be, or what his like what fate has planned for him, and I go up to him and I just say like, "This isn't your time," and I cast Healing Word. I love it. Giving That's him awesome. another four health. So you basically refresh his plot armor by uh, viewing the fu- his future, and you refresh his plot armor, and now Rubert stands a little longer. I didn't do that. The stars did it. Right. Sorry, you didn't change anything. You just informed I him just of the him. Uh, fortune that's coming. I just told him a Thank couple chapters so ahead, this isn't how he dies. I didn't Love tell him it. anything. I like that flavor a lot. You get inspiration. Zelnern, what do you do? Actually, Celeste, that was Healing Word, right? That's only a bonus action. You still have an action. Yeah, great. Remembering that I have an action, I stand up, I look at Twinkletoes, and I say, hey, bad breath, and I cast Guiding Bolt. Oh, uh, well, unfortunately, you can't do two uh, leveled spells at the same time. Oh, right, right, right. Then I cast Thorn Whip. That's a much more usable thing. All right, another rope. Less dramatic. Lashes out and tears him away from Rubert. 18 to hit. That does hit. Sweet for two damage. It doesn't do much other than yank him away from Rubert, and he lands right next to you, stumbling forward, oh, and you look up, realizing, ooh, might have not worked out great. Zelnern, what do you do? Think this through. It's not lucky day to be a first mate, and I charge <laughs> at Twinkletoes. Alright, fortunately, or unfortunately for Celeste, she yanked, uh, Twinkle Toes, like, right next to her. Fortunately for her, this basically put him, di- like, facing back to back with, uh, or, like, his, his back towards 
uh, <laughs> Zelnern as the barbarian turtle comes charging in, axe raised high. Ah! Roll your attack. For 18. It cleaves into Twinkle Toes. <laughs> 13 damage. The cut is a sizable one. You know that for most people, that blow should have felled them. But when the axe uh, finishes cutting, you see it actually just cut through his uh, his elegant gent- like gentry jacket and cut it a hole open in it. There's a nick of blood uh, coming down his side, but it wasn't a mortal blow against Twinkletoes. He looks at you and he says, What got into you? You used to be so timid! Uh, <laughs> and then if you're finished, Zelner and Jules... Uh, I'm going to point at uh, Twinkle Toes, and hopefully one of the um, that wound that just opened up gets a little wider as he makes a Wisdom 13 saving throw. Well, I got a 12, so it does get wider. Okay, and he takes oh. 8 damage. So through like the uh, the grace of all of his training and luck, he manages to sidestep that blow. But you exact the toll of death that uh, sh- the fate that should have fallen to him, and that wound suddenly starts opening wide, bleeding immensely. He grabs at his side, incredibly weakened from this. Uh, he is certainly bloodied. Twinkletoes looks up with fear in his eyes. The remaining pirate in the room. Uh, sees that uh, the tide has clearly turned and throws their uh, weapon up and retreats backwards, trying to surrender. Rubert, what do you do? There's a pirate that's just retreated away from you. Twinkletoes doesn't look like he's yet surrendered, but he's incredibly wounded. Uh, Do we kill him? Yeah. Why would we keep him alive? I flip my rapier up and then stab it into the ground and then grab the dagger that uh, Phil dropped and then I'll pull another one out and then I'll attack him twice with both daggers. Pretty dope. Make those attacks. Cut, cut. 1, 4, 16. And That's a hit. Four, eleven. Both are hits. Twinkletoes is slower than most pirates. So for 6 damage total as I... <laughs> You cut into the uh, the first mate, and he topples back, bleeding immensely, the wound on his side pouring, and as your blade, your first one nicks his shoulder, and the second one, the blade stabs into him, and he stumbles back against a net that hangs on the wall. As, in the, as he falls onto it, you see the net that was hanging there isn't just like a, it's not like holding things, it looks like it's an actual like item. It's like, a, oh, this is an important piece of equipment. And it actually, as he hits it, you see the whole net glows as if uh, magically enchanted and little runes that are uh, painted onto the woven threads of the net glow briefly and the net topples down onto him and Twinkletoes passes out there unconscious and dying on the ground. So you have, uh, you've successfully taken the arsenal. Uh, there's only one pirate left in here. They've thrown their weapon down. And they're holding their hands up. Twinkletoes and two other pirates are bleeding out on the ground, sure to die in the next 20 seconds if no one tries to uh, stop that effort. What do you do? You're out of combat now. I'm going to run up first and try to stabilize Twink- Twinkletoes with Spare the Dying, um, closing back that wound I just opened up and trying to avoid touching the net because I'm not quite sure what's going on with that. Yeah. Uh, so you uh, you avoid touching the net, but you do spare the dying on Twinkletoes. And imagine, are you also sparing the dying on the other two pirates? Yeah, yeah. Good for you. Uh, meanwhile, so as, as 
Jules is actively stopping the murders you might have done here. There's still one pirate in the room who's like cowering in the corner saying, Let me live, please. Please, I, I, I don't care what you can have any of the items you want in here. I... Well, I, are you a snitch? I, I'm not going to snitch. Better not well, snitch. It's a mutiny, right? I, I'll mutiny with you. Yes, <laughs> yes. It's our mutiny now. <laughs> um, he runs to Twinkletoes' side to try and like see if he can get his uh, guy that he's loyal to to wake up, but he's super unconscious. Um, oh, man. It- I uh, kind of want to shoot him in the back of the head. Like, (laughs) Phil's confused. Well, no, Phil's confused. Like, I'm confused why Jules is doing this because, in my mind, there's no scenario in which these guys can be alive and we can successfully do a mutiny and have no repercussions later. You know, once we've mutinied, these guys won't have enough power to take back over. Nobody likes Twinkle Toes. We don't need to kill them. Depending on how you. Yeah, depending on how he acts, we can just put him on the little dinghy to send over to um, the other boat with the captain. All right. I, like, pull my arcane firearm up, and then I, like, look at everyone as they're looking at me, and then I put it back down. <laughs> There's, like, a moment where you're like, ha, turns your back. Oh, no. Um, seems no one else is trying to uh, is trying to uh, kill them all. So you have managed to seize the arsenal. This was the... Uh, imp- the hiccup the toe cyclops mutiny uh and her words run through your mind whoever controls the arsenal controls the weapons and whoever controls the weapons controls the hearts and minds of the crew for they are the ones that decide who lives and dies let's fortify this room we don't have any time does anybody recognize this net and i like go up to it like curiously because it's all glowy and magic-y and it seems really cool yeah, uh, Phil, you spend a lot of time looking at odd things, so you actually immediately, and, uh, like, kind of looking at stuff that the bosun makes, you actually realize this is the prize net of, uh, the bosun chaos. Uh, the gnome has hand-woven every rune into this net, and it is an incredible piece of, uh, of equipment. In fact, this net is a plus-three net. Whoa. <laughs> oh, damn. Meaning that attacks made with this net have plus three to hit and damage rolls, but a net deals no damage, so it it's just plus three to hit on a net. Oh, this bosun's incredible. Yeah, I that's uh. Phil. I look at Phil and I'm like, this seems like something you're into. You should you should take this. Uh, it's a net, all right. Yeah. However, uh, it said the I'm real, okay. the real advantage to this net is that it is a magical item, so it cannot be destroyed in the way that a normal net is, which is just oh. dealing slashing damage to it. That's really good. Well, I don't know. Maybe I could catapult it and like put people in it. Do we'll you figure s- it out. Do you snatch up the magic net or do you leave the magic net? Yeah, let's grab it. Yeah, if someone else wants it, um, we so can the, figure it out. Later. Just so you all know, the interesting thing about a net. Every attack with a net is always made at disadvantage. I don't know if that's rules as intended, but it is rules as written. Because it is a ranged weapon with a range of 5 feet, 15 feet. So, and a ranged attack <laughs> made within 5 feet has disadvantage, and a ranged attack made to the secondary range has disadvantage. So every attack with a net always has disadvantage. <laughs> How much Unless does it weigh? It's falling into it off of the wall. Uh, it weighs 3 pounds. Oh man, I could catapult it. 
but its effect is it restrains a creature, so they have disadvantage on all future attacks um, and ability checks. So that's also a very incredible effect to accomplish with one Mm. action. Um, Is there a... Like, any oil in here? Can I, like, look around the arsenal a little bit? Uh, yeah, looking around the arsenal, you see it's there's a lot of cutlasses and spears and uh, bolts and crossbows. And there's a few, uh, there's even a few rifles leaning against the uh, back wall. Uh, although I shouldn't say rifles, because I don't think that's necessarily what they're called. Uh, there are several, like, blunderbusses uh, leaning against the back walls. Or muskets, rather. Muskets leaning against the back wall. Uh, which you know are worth a good fortune. They're all pilfered from delengerant ships that sailed too far into pirate lands. And uh, while Aaron, these things could fetch a pretty penny, although there's no way to carry them around on ship without people being like, oh, you took that from the armory. <laughs> are there any pistols? Uh, you do see that there are... A, or that... Uh, Twinkletoes did have a pistol that he didn't manage to draw. I think I'll uh, pick that one up for the time being. Hold on to it. All right. You if grab- anyone, uh, sorry okay. to interrupt. If anyone takes one of the Arcubus or Blunderbus or whatever, I can. I might be able to modify it later too. I let them know. Oh, that's awesome. So that pistol is a three-pound weapon. Uh, as you grab that and hoist it up, uh, it's also worth a good fortune. You also, like Phil, probably points out that you need a powder horn and a handful of shot. So you grab, you grab one of those and a few bullets, mm-hmm. uh, so you have enough to fire with. Uh, but you've seized the arsenal. Uh, you found a plus three net, and you real you hear a commotion going on on the ship. You realize they've probably got the officers locked up by now. They're locked in their places, and people are gathering on deck, making a ruckus. You need to get the weapons up there as quick as possible so the uh, mutiny can be armed. Uh, how do you go about trying to get those weapons up on deck? I, I grab a handful of them and just, let's get these up here. We're running out of time. What if we like put them in the net and all of us grabbed a corner of it? Oh, that's a clever idea. Go on, go on. This is yeah, a really good idea, because yeah. the net... The net can't break. Can't be broken, yeah. Uh, so you don't have to it. worry about. You don't have to worry about the tensile strength of this net. That's usually like a big. Wow, this is an incredible <laughs> magic item that I didn't realize how good it was when I just said plus three net. I thought it was a joke. I'm uh, sure we won't find a way to abuse it. No this is like giving you a uh, uh, an immovable rod if you have the right engineering thinking. Uh, <laughs> so uh, you. Uh, Start grab you stretch the bosun's net out and uh, you start piling on spears and scimitar or and cutlasses and throwing the muskets down on there and you hoist everyone together uh, with whoever has the lowest strength sitting there and advising and uh, you hoist <laughs> Celeste maybe casting guidance uh, yeah. reminding you of the thief Guys, this is necessary this is it this is the stars bring us where we need to be we got this. This somehow helps you and doesn't just aggravate you. Uh, you yep. all, you all. I'm hoist, an inspiring person. You all hoist the equipment up on the net and start dragging it up on deck. Uh, and as you start to get up on deck, and like there you see, there's a few people running by you that all look and see the weapons and start grabbing them off. And as you get onto the deck. There is a quick gathering as people start uh, are clearly, move, clearly moving around, yelling about, uh, like, just upset. And in general, you hear banging on the door, uh, like the doors to the officers' quarters as chaos is trapped within trying to get out. Uh, you hear the, uh, or you even see Captain Laristrad and the 
quartermaster up on the poop deck looking down and yelling at people, get back to your jobs! Uh, can't you? And you hear Larastrod shouting, can't you see? The Nasher's nearly upon us! And as you look, you see that indeed Twilight is coming, or, or Twilight has risen. Uh, and you can tell from the coloring of the sky, the sun is just about to start peeking its way over. You look out over the uh, the port side of the ship, and you see where the Nasher is now close enough that uh, she's uh, pivoted around to start bringing you in range of her long nines so that she can strike you with her broadside. It's not at all close enough for like a longbow to hit. It's still a, th- a couple thousand feet, um, but she is rapidly gaining distance on you. Meanwhile, the water around you is choppy. The, the ship crashes and breaks down against every wave that it hits as waves seem to strike it, not even just from one direction. It feels as if the sea itself uh, is somewhat wild and chaotic here. No land is in sight anywhere as the as you look out at like this first light, there is no black rock. There is no uh, none of the vents. There are no none of the little islands. that are scattered throughout the shattered isles. That sort of welcome feeling of ex- treasure and exploration out here in the waters, past the black rock, there is just an endless expanse of wild sea and the horrors that lurk beneath it. So you've just arrived on up on top deck. A few people running by have snagged a cutlass or so off of the, uh, uh, like the, I want to say cart, but the net full of weapons you're hauling up here. Uh, you're careful not to drop them and stab yourselves. But as you get up on deck, it's just like you can see the Nasher is not far away. Like you can start to make out shapes moving on its uh, on its decks. You can see its sails. You can see the horrific chains and skulls that decorate the Nasher and the uh, painted dragon's face that, or and the great uh, thing that's at the front of a boat. The figurehead. There we go. The great dra- uh, dragon figurehead that makes up like the front half of the boat. It's Ram. Um, as you see it out there, and like the crew, like the deck is alive with uh, chaos right now. There are people moving around, shouting, and just generally discontent. The captain and the quartermaster sitting up at the poop deck are looking down in confusion. You hear pounding from within the ca- uh, officers' quarters as. Uh, officers try to get out to see what's going on but they can't get control and it is pandemonium up here uh, and as soon as you emerge you have currently the control of all of these weapons you see the interested eyes of all of these mutineers who are gathered here uh, looking at them with hunger wanting these weapons because they ensure safety and power in this tumultuous time do you say anything uh, and start handing these out or do you reserve them for yourselves I'll, what do you all do I'll lean over to Rubert and whisper, hey, uh, we've got the weapons. We've got the power. This is our moment. Yes, but how do we get those to our side? How do we rally them to our cause, as it were? Now, that's a harder question. <laughs> I mean, I love the idea, but it uh, doesn't uh, sound... Or it's not as easy as it sounds. You uh, see Cyclops starting to push her way through the crowd, the Monmaji woman uh, striding towards you, uh, ready to uh, clearly take charge of the situation. <laughs> Has it been uh, ten minutes since our encounter? that encounter started? No, you're still an angry, angry <laughs> boy. No, Rage only lasts one minute. Ten minutes. That's a long time. Let me look. 
Um, I believe it's uh, one minute. Actually, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Also, you haven't been hit. It's only if you deal damage. So it seems like all the crews, like, oh, sorry, all the crews, like, gathered around. Yeah, there's crew gathered around. They're all looking at you, waiting for weapons. And you see Cyclop is pushing your way through the crowd, coming towards you, clearly with the intent to take charge of this mutiny. All right, now listen up, all you scallywags. (laughs) It is time to take arms up against your captain. He has led us, but not into danger and frivolity. He has led us astray, and now it is time to take back what is ours. Wait a second. <laughs> uh, you step in, taking charge uh, before Cyclop can. Go ahead and make a performance check. You have advantage because you have uh, the weapons. <laughs> also, you have first mover of it. Can I start a cheer? Rue bear, Rue bear. Let's wait to see how this first no. part goes before you. Uh... No, you can't do that. You just told Jules not to do it. Uh, 23. <laughs> Ooh, wow, you do a pretty good job of uh, doing it. And uh, you also hear, like, Phil starts chanting, Rupert, Uh But before really that chant can catch on, uh, Cyclop looks at, uh, looks at Rupert and just stares daggers into you with her one eye. It is a piercing blue eye as it uh, stares at you. She then, from her place in the crowd as she pushes forward, says, I... It is time that this mutiny that I organized takes uh, uh, takes flight. Oh. Look oh. there, everyone. The Nasher bears down upon us. And it is he, Captain, our so-called Captain Larestrad, who uh, led us here. Come uh, and rally to my cause. We must grab these weapons and take arms against Larestrad to defend ourselves from the Nasher. And she attempts to outperformance you. <laughs> Uh, she got a 20. Uh, the crew sort of turns, and a few people just start adding to the chant. Rupert, And it seems to start catching on. Uh, you've beaten, uh, you've beaten uh, Cyclop in this one round, but uh, she looks a little bit uh, flustered and says, No, you must understand, I have experience as midshipman. I actually know how to run this ship. They are scrub watch. They have no reason to even uh, uh, to get any appreciation from you all. They have no ability to command. They know how to swab decks, and that's it. I know how to run this boat. With me in charge, we instead of Larastrad or them, we will have uh, we will be able to plunder these seas as true pirates should. And she she's attempts again. She's right. We are ready to get our hands dirty. We were the ones that took out the first mate that was mean to all of us. We were the ones that secured the weapons. We found as the treasure. Yeah, yes, as you, in, as you invoke so yeah, as you invoke the name of that you took out the first first mate and then also took out the second first mate. <laughs> first mate's a dangerous line of work for being around you all. Uh, as you invoke that and uh, add that you found the treasure, go ahead and make another performance check uh, this time, uh, Zell Nern, with advantage though from the assistance and oh the uh, and uh, you have to beat Cyclops four because I rolled a two. <laughs> Ten with my minus one. <laughs> uh, despite your lack of charisma, the drawing in the events that you've done it seems to work. People start looking at you, and can, and more people add to the chant. Ruber, Ruber. Uh, Cyclops says, Ew. "Exactly. See, they are the ones who took the treasure from the island. 
it's their fault the Nasher is after us. It's wow. because of them and what they did as Laristrad lackeys. These Laristrad lackeys don't deserve your support, huh? Me, uh, support Cyclop, not Laristrad's lackeys. And she keeps res uh, restating Laristrad's lackeys to try and uh, get that chant going. Uh, <laughs> oh, the last-ditch effort. Oh. I rolled a six. Does anyone oh. want to even, like, argue against her? Oh, <laughs> uh, I kind of... Okay, I don't necessarily want to argue against her because I'm not necessarily Team Rubert. But I do bring up the point. I, like, look at her kind of like... Uh, Ouch. And I'm more like, I think what matters now is that the captain has led us to the weird kelp to try to sacrifice us to the Nasher. And what we should focus on is what are we going to do about the captain? All right, so you Sacrifice Skiplop. Sacrifice. <laughs> Throw her overboard. Uh, well, Celeste, that, that's I'll not going to deal with the captain. <laughs> Celeste, on. I'll let you make a performance check as you uh, basically uh, draw the issue away from... Uh, being about who did what with treasure on an island. No, it's about what the captain's doing. You redirect to that to try and get the focus off of you negatively and onto the captain. I got 16. Well, she got a 6 on her attempt to accuse, so it didn't really work. Uh, the chant overwhelms. Rubert oh, and those see, guys. Rubert and those guys. The chant that Phil created seems to work. Can I twist Celeste's words since she was talking about sacrifice to try and throw Skiplop overboard? Well, at this point, it looks like Skiplop uh, has uh, stood down. So you could oh, okay. try and throw this. Uh, it seems like her, you've just stolen her mutiny. I think you we need her alive, and, though. You could because try we're about and to, oh, God. We're about to deal with the Nasher. So if you have, like, Scrubwatch trying to convince the captain of the Nasher to like take our captain i don't know if that's gonna fly okay well at this point cyclop has sunk back down into the crowd the the crowd is angry and incensed uh they have been betrayed by captain laristrad who led you out here it is captain laristrad's fault that uh the nasher is bearing down upon you and it is Captain Laristrad's fault that you are over here in the Weird Kelp. And here you are, having equipped them, while Laristrad left all of the, these weapons locked up in the armory. Uh, you've brought these weapons forward to them. Uh, you are the ones who killed that first mate, who was a real jerk. And uh, it seems as though the crew is overwhelmingly in support of your mutiny that you've just stolen from Cyclop. Uh, um, and as the as the crew shouts out their uh, uh, approval, what were you going to say, Celeste? Oh, well, I was, you can finish your thing and then I'll say my side. Like, go ahead, because the oh, crew is basically shouting right now. I was going to uh, take take a minute to, like, go up to C-Clop and, like, stretch out my hand and try to, like, not necessarily make amends, but be like, we hate him as much as you do. You can still join us. Uh, her eyes burn at you. I'll let you attempt a persuasion. Uh, it's going to be very hard. Uh, I got a four. Uh, she looks at you and she says, the, uh, May the rotting king take you. Uh, <laughs> and uh, pulls away from you and disappears into the crowd. Meanwhile, the crowd chant uh, chanting and support and yelling their rage at Laristrad, they surge forward to grab up weapons. Uh, do you kind of part to let them take and equip themselves as they want? Mm -hmm. uh, Absolutely. The, sol 
the uh, sailors, the pirates, start grabbing up spears and cutlasses, a few people fighting over the muskets. Uh, you recognize quickly this is descending into chaos. Uh, those people fighting over the muskets, they might start stabbing each other. You need this anger directed at Laristrad, not at uh, each other. Does anyone try to intervene on that to take charge of this situation? To direct there, the anger? Maybe. We're, we're all on the same side. Uh, so yes, you try to bring... please, please, yeah. I'll like I'll step down and like start like passing weapons to people rather than have them go for it like madmen. Okay. Uh, so uh, Rubert recognizing the chaos tries to do that, while uh, Zelnern also recognizing that chaos uh, tries to be the peacemaker. Uh, a stark change from where he was a moment ago. Uh, Excuse and, uh... me for my recent outburst. <laughs> <laughs> I need a persuasion check from either Rubert or Zelnern. Uh, Rubert, you want to... <laughs> Just regular? Yeah, with advantage from the other oh. helping. That's only 17. Uh, it does work to, call, uh, to redirect the crew. As you're organizing them, you start redirecting their anger to, uh, not at each other, but towards uh, Laristrad, who at this point, leaning over the poop deck, shouts, Oh, well, isn't that fine and good? You've managed to loot the arsenal, and in the meantime, you've managed to abandon your sail duties, not carry up the oars, and now, Goldier is almost upon us. Now you need to quit this nonsense little mutiny you're planning. Throw those weapons down and get back to your posts. If you do so now, there's still a chance that you won't have royally screwed us. There's still a chance we can escape the Nasha. Now get back to it. He snaps, ordering everyone. You're right, we will escape the Nasha, but you won't. Uh, with that, the entire crew roars its anger at Laristrad, and people start pounding up the ship's uh, stairs up towards the poop deck. Do you join the surging tide, or lead the surging tide, or do you let the this crew rush up to Laristrad to Don't dispatch him? We need let them alive. Are you two alive? Captain. Laristrad. So you realize it's impossible to just convince a mob not to murder somebody. Uh, you have to physically do it yourself uh, if you want that prevented. So you can either let the pirate mob go and deal this with this, or do you uh, intervene and lead I, the I'll charge try. up there? Go I'll ahead. try and intervene and lead the charge. Does anyone join, Rubert? I'll, I'll join. I'll yeah. join. I'm going to stay back and see how it plays out for a little bit. I joined yeah, begrudgingly. <laughs> Stairs aren't Phil's strong suit, so I get it. <laughs> uh, the four of you then, uh, Zell, Nern, Jules, uh, Rubert, and Celeste, you lead the charge up basically both uh, sets of stairs, and you reach the top of the poop deck where Larastrad's drawn his sword. His, he has a pistol in one hand and his sword drawn, in, or his cutlass drawn in the other. His cutlass glow, like, seems to let off a faint glowing light. Uh, it's said that uh, Larastrad boasts a magic cutlass that glows whenever treachery is near. It glows most all the time, though, because it's pirates. <laughs> uh, 
And uh, the uh, bosun currently holds the wheel, look at, or not the bosun, the uh, quartermaster holds the wheel, uh, Draven looking back and with worry, but he's holding the wheel and then kind of looks at it and says, ah, no one's working the, uh, or the rows, no one's tending the sails, it's useless to try and man it. He turns and joins with Laristrad, pulling out his saber and says, ye scallywags! You're treachery against your uh, against your greatest captain you'll ever find on the seas. Uh, Laristrad, with his pistol and blade out, says, "You're all a bunch of insolent fools. What do you think will happen?" And he seems to be talking specifically to Zelnern, Jules, Celeste, and uh, Rubert. What do you think will happen once you've off to me once you throw me overboard. Do you think that Captain Goldeer will let everything be nice and friendly? We're not throwing you overboard. We're giving you to them. His eyes look up, uh, with, uh, look almost frightened with that. And then, yeah, even if you do that, you'd be, f- or you'd be fools to do that. Do you realize she'd want you as well? As Cyclop down there said, you brought the treasure. I'll rat you out the instant I get on board. She'll demand you the five of you as well. And that old kook in the crow's nest. <laughs> Where the orders. He looks as like so many people talk and says, it's way too loud for me to hear you. What? You heard me. No, he didn't. I, I truly didn't. And it matters not what you were saying, because the point is this. You hand me over to uh, you hand me over to Goldier. I I gave the order. But she'll know you carried it out. She'll know you're the ones that laid hands on her precious treasures. She'll be having you keel haul just the same as me. I don't think she cares about Scrub Watch. And then I go and I thorn whip him to towards uh, Phil. All right, so you try to yank. Uh, so you make an attack with Thorn Whip, uh, and uh, got- so you're trying to like yank him off the uh, off of the poop deck towards the ground. Or yeah, that way it's away from the bob too. Um, so thirteen. All right, uh, thirteen to hit the. Thornwhip strikes out, but to your shock, Laristrad in his studded leather is faster than that. Uh, he moves aside, parrying it away with a, uh, a deflection of his saber, and he looks at you. Well, then it's death for y'all! Hey everyone, it's Ryan again, who plays your favorite bard on Chaotic Normal, Rubeir Gracehand. Just wanted to say once again, thanks... Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to rate and review on iTunes. Like and subscribe. Check us out on social medias. That's uh, Chaotic Normal Pod. Chaotic Normal. It's different on all the platforms. So just search Chaotic Normal or Chaotic Normal Pod on all your favorite social medias, and that's where you'll find us. Send any questions to chaoticnormalpod at gmail.com for any questions, comments, concerns, um, any, you know, recipes you want to share i would love to see some of those trying to get in more into cooking lately but um yeah no real special announcements but um hope everyone's taking care of themselves out there and i hope you have a great rest of your week or weekend whenever the hell you're listening to this but um i'll talk to you next week uh bye-bye 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.